Hello, this is Jim Reynolds, and you are on the Christian Life Empowerment Podcast. Hey, I just wanted to take some time today and give everybody an update on some of the projects that Ultimate Mission is 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 doing right now now ultimate mission of course is the organization that is that is putting together this podcast and trying to bring you some useful information on how to become a missionary and spread the gospel to your community to your world or you know wherever your sphere of influence is and and so during this time of covid boy we are all just kind of stuck and and it's really taken a lot of creativity and time and thought process to try to understand how to continue doing mission, right? I mean, usually right now I am in India. I'm in India for three weeks to a month and I'm going from village to village and we're doing training programs and boy, it's just, I am really, really missing my people in India. Oh, I am missing it so bad. I mean, last year when I left India, you, you got to remember in India, the women there are very withheld they're they're very shy and um and so you know it's hard to even get them to shake your hand but after after four or five years of doing training programs with these same wonderful ladies at the the end of last year when i left I, i told them i wished i could give them a big hug and i had like 40 50 of these ladies all come up and try to hug me at the same time it was the most amazing thing so you i i guess i'm telling you this so you kind of understand the the feeling and the emotion and and the I guess that the relationship that I built with these people. So not being able to be over there this year is just killing me. I mean, and the other thing about not being over there, you see, if I stay here in the United States and I stay in this this US bubble where we have so much and there's abundance of everything, I I start getting well, I get to the point where I really don't realize what it's like everywhere else. Um, I, I just start getting really comfortable in this U.S. bubble, in this Western mindset. And and I don't really understand how the rest of the world lives because I'm desensitized here. I'm just really highly desensitized. And going over to India and getting into these third world countries at least once a year kind of helps me keep my mind where it needs to be to, to keep me motivated towards the mission and and just kind of an an understanding of how the world really works. Because I got to tell you, if you stay here in the United States and you've never spent any time outside and you've watched, you know, people with no legs laying on the ground in the middle of the street begging for food, you've watched children that are hungry and you see women that are are just barely struggling along, their feet are all swollen up and they're they're just really skinny and, and it's, you know, this incredible malnutrition that you see in different places and... And if you don't see that every once in a while and you just see what's around you here in the United States, yet you lose perspective on what the world is really like. And so I like that perspective. It's it's painful to watch some of these things, but it brings me back down to the reality I need to be in. And so I am missing that this year. 
And so like I started to say, with the coronavirus, of course, we are, we're having to be more creative about how we're going to do something. You know, one of the things that, that Ultimate Mission has has done this year is, is we've worked with the Hills and Valleys Church, and, and it's just been a wonderful experience. Of course, we weren't going to plant this church. We're, we're working on planting this church. We weren't going to do it until September 11th of this year. But last year, when all the churches shut down, we just decided, hey, we're going to go ahead and, and start meeting. We started meeting on Zoom, and then, you know, we started meeting in small groups as safely as we could. Matter of fact, we, we meet outside right now under an awning with the, those big heaters. We got two or three heaters in there, and, and it's been a little cold, and and I got to tell you, the girls have been really brave. They're sitting there shivering as we're as we're going through our, uh, you know, as we're going through our lesson. And it's different. It's not the same type of of church that you would normally be used to, where you go in and there's somebody up front preaching to people sitting in pews. This is more of a we're sitting there and we're reading a Bible story. We we play some music. We do like a music video because of course nobody's supposed to be you know singing right now. So we do this music video and then and then. And everybody just, you know, we, we start talking about what God has done in our lives this week. So it's kind of a personal testimony time. And then we play this, uh, we, we found these, these cartoons. Because what we do is, is we're, we're going through the stories of the Bible. And so what we do for the kids is we try to give them some color, things to color, maybe some little craft things. And, and like, like I say, right now with it being so cold, it's tough to, to get the kids out there too. It's just everything is tough, 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 tough. And, and so anyway, we, we come together, we give a personal testimony, what God's done for us this week. We watch this music video. We play the cartoon of the Bible story that we're going to be studying that day. Like I said, we don't have anybody that preaches a sermon. We read a Bible story and we discuss the Bible story. And the person, there's, there's a different person that leads out every week. But that person isn't up there to teach the group. That person is up there to ask questions. That is the point of, of leading out. You don't you don't tell everybody your beliefs and what you think. You 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 up you're up there to lead out in a way that you're asking questions. The acronym that we use for leaders is WAIT, and it stands for Why Am I Talking? And so what we try to do is get people to lead out and ask powerful questions. It's kind of a, a life coaching model, um, self-discovery model of church. And we really like it. I mean, we are really enjoying this style of church. So that is one thing that... Um, that we're doing during this time of COVID to try to move things forward and to to still be relevant in in our community and to to still you know what Jesus can't sit still the coronavirus may be going on we don't know where it's going to end um but the gospel has got to keep you know Barnum and Bailey I, I'm not sure who who said that the show must go on. But I think it came from, from the circus people. But but it, it goes the same with the gospel message. The gospel message must go on. It doesn't matter what's happening around us. It doesn't ha matter if we're, we're isolated or we've got these you know different restrictions that we have. We've got to keep spreading the gospel to the world. There are people out there that are hurting. There are people out there. I, and that's part of the thing right now is you see a lot of people under a lot of stress. A lot of stress. 
and, and different age people and people that you wouldn't even imagine, people you think that have it all together that are that are struggling. I had <laughs> I had this 12-year-old boy the other day. It, it was it was amazing. He's sitting there and and, and it's 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 a young man that really has not got a chance to, to to go to any type of church or anything like that. And and he's just got these questions and we we're sitting there for a little bit and he's talking to me and, and he he starts asking me these these really deep questions for a 12 year old right he said for instance he said you know there is uh did god make evil i said well what do you mean he goes well there's all these bad things that happen did god make the coronavirus did god make bad things and i said no i i don't believe that god made bad things he says well you know if you look at it he says in order to be you know know what's good you got to see the bad in order to, 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 you know, to know love, you've got to know hate. I mean, there's always seems to be an opposite. Did God make evil? He goes, well, God must have in order for, for you to know what is good. And I, I thought for a minute and God kind of brought me, I think it was God. I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't me, but it was a, some God kind of brought me to a conclusion or to an answer that I'd never really thought of before. And I said, have, have you ever heard of the Garden of Eden? And he says, oh, yes, I've heard of that. And I said, do you remember what the tree was called in the Garden of Eden? He said, no, I don't remember. And I, I said, well, it was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I had never really thought of it before that moment when that 12-year-old brought up that whole yin and yang thing that, that for every good thing, there must be a bad thing. There must be an, an opposing force. But you know, and what I explained to him is that that tree was the knowledge of both good and evil. Before Adam and Eve ate the fruit, they didn't know not only what evil was, they didn't know what good was. They didn't know because all they knew was this was life. Now we can look back at the Garden of Eden and say, hey, that was all good. But to them, it wasn't good or evil. It just was. It just was. And unfortunately, we're in this time that we know the difference between good and evil. Unfortunately, we're, we're in this time right now where, where everything around us is just a big pile of stress. But we've got to know that we're going to a place, we're going to end up at a place where things are all good, where we don't know the difference between good and evil because it's just going to be all good. Now, I don't know if that, you know, I guess we're going to understand good and evil in the new new world and, and in the kingdom of God. But, but God says that, that sin will never raise a second time. We'll never go back. We'll never go back to, to what we've got now. And so there's hope. Through all of this that we're going through right now, trying to figure out how we get to church and speak with masks on, I, I, I agreed to speak at uh, Lynch Church coming up uh, at the last Saturday of this month. And, and I'm trying to think, well, I haven't done a sermon with a mask on. I am not looking forward to that because every time I try to talk with a mask on, it's, it's falling down over my nose. My nose is itchy and it's just, oh, it's just. I'm miserable. So doing a whole sermon with a mask on, I am not looking forward to that. 
But God will, God will pull us through. I mean, we're going through all these times of difficulty and wondering, okay, what do we do? I, I walk into a room and nobody's got a mask on and I'm like, am I supposed to be the only one with a mask on? Um, is this, a, you know, am, am, I, am I being that guy, you know, that real paranoid freak with a, that walks in with a mask on? Or, or if I, you know, if I don't walk into a mask with a mask on, am I being uh, a hypocrite? Because I tell people it's probably good we wear a mask. I, you know, I don't know. I, it's just, it's such a hard time to live in right now. I can't wait for this to be over. And, and that is one thing I want to bring out is this is going to be over. One way or another, this whole thing is going to be over. There's really, there's three schools of thought that I think are, are happening. And, and one school of thought is this is, this pandemic is really bad. It's killing a lot of people and we should be as careful as we can and try to get through this and try to try to stay as safe as possible. Then there's another school of thought that is, this is all, you know, this, this is overblown that we are, we are seeing, you know, the, the news media, you can't trust the news. You can't trust our leaders. You can't trust the vaccine. Um, and so there's, that perspective too and then there's you know there's the perspective that well this is the you know this is it this is the end of time this is you know the governments are are, are pushing us to to try to train us to to do exactly what they say so that you know they can you know that the antichrist comes and and we will be already you know, in tune with the government and we will do what they say and we will follow the antichrist because you know we're already wearing masks we're already taking this this vaccine that that is bad for us and and all this stuff and so you know you got these three perspectives that this is very important and real this is this is a overblown hoax and this is the end of time but i gotta tell you either way this is gonna end soon we have hope either way there is a positive outcome for any way you look at this okay let me let me explain if you think that this is really bad and this is something we should we should work towards trying to uh, you know eliminate and keep our mask on and social distance and take the vaccine well then this vaccines are coming out pretty quick um and, and so hopefully by the summer by this fall it's going to be over it's going to be over, hopefully. I mean, you know, there's some naysayers say it's going to last forever, but it's not. We know it's not. It's going to be over. It's a virus. It's going to it's going to be eliminated with whatever. Okay, so so let's say you don't believe in the vaccines. You don't believe you believe the whole thing's overblown. Well, guess what? We're all getting sick of this stuff. I mean, I'm not walking around with a mask forever. I don't care what you say. Even if I got to die, I am not going to walk around with a mask for the rest of my life. I'm just not going to do it. And so, even if I do believe this way, if, if, if this is a big hoax, guess what? It can't last much longer. It's only going to last till this summer and this fall. You can't just keep this hoax going forever if this is a hoax. Okay, let's look at this third, this third, you know, thought process. What if this is the end of time? What if this is the government trying to indoctrinate us, trying to get us in tune with the, the Antichrist so that the, when, you know, the Antichrist comes, we'll all be following into the, the mark, you know, into the beast and get the mark of the beast and all this kind of stuff. Well, if you look into Revelation 18, you look into Revelation, you can see that, you know, a lot of Bible prophecy, they're very 
very long. You have the 2300-day prophecy, which those of us that study prophecy understand the day-year principle, all right, where a day equals a year. So 2300-day prophecy is a 2300-year prophecy. Or you look at the the 40-week prophecy, or the 70-week the prophecy, which is 490 days, which is 490 years. These are, these are long time periods, right? But you look at Revelation 18, it says the great city will fall in an hour. An hour when things happen at the very end, when Jesus is going to come, when the Antichrist, you know, shows up and, and all these things start happening. It happens very, very, very fast. So one or three things is going to happen. Well, one or two things is going to happen. The coronavirus is going to go away and we're going to go back to normal. That's one thing. I mean, whether which side you believe in or... This is all the, the government uh, getting us ready for the Antichrist. And Jesus is going to come very soon. And so, either way you look at it, there's hope. There is hope in Jesus. There is hope in Jesus. There is, is really no reason for us to, to argue with each other. Into, I mean, Facebook. Come on, guys. We have got to stop putting everything we think up in Facebook. It just, we got to stop doing it. It's just killing it. We're, I, and I'm guilty of it. I mean, I've seen things I couldn't scroll past. So I went, and went ahead and remarked on it. And then, oh boy, it just starts a firestorm. We got to stop putting stuff on Facebook. We do. Positive stuff, pictures of grandkids, pictures of nature, um, Bible verse. Put that stuff up on social media. Let's stop arguing with each other because really this is going to be over one way or the other. This is going to be over, but our relationships, that's what's important. And I got to tell you, our relationship with Jesus Christ right now throughout all of this is the most important thing that we can focus on. So this is my update. This is uh, ultimate mission is doing its best to move forward. We are, we're, we're looking at expanding into Africa. We are very excited about that. We're looking at putting more women to work in India. We're very excited about that. And then we're, we're part of this church plant in Oregon city that starts on 9, 11, 2021. And we are extremely excited about that. So pray for us. We'll pray for you. Join us. Talk to us. Call us. Go to ultimatemission.net and, and look at our website. Go on the contact page. Contact us. Um, you know, you can email me at uh, ultimatemission1 at gmail.com. That's ultimatemission1 at gmail.com. Let's talk. Let's discuss things. Let's see where we can move forward. If you have anything you want to do, any kind of idea you have for ministry, just get a hold of us. We are happy to help you, join you, work with you, do whatever needs to be done. Our goal is to help people become missionaries so we can spread the gospel to the world and take as many people home to heaven with us as possible. So God bless you. Have a great day and goodbye.